This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to get to visit with Molly Gamble. Molly heads up the editorial team at Becker's Healthcare, an absolutely tremendous professional. We get a chance to visit with her regularly about what issues she's watching closely in healthcare currently. Molly, take it away. What, what's the top one or two stories you're watching currently? What's in your mind? What are health system readers listening to, watching, et cetera? Thank you, Scott. As readers would know, we cover executive moves and hospitals and health systems pretty closely. We report on them individually. So I'm always interested when data comes across my desk that points toward movement and at a higher level and kind of looking at some trends. So we spoke, Scott, recently about how 2022 was a relatively calm year for hospital CEO turnover. It was actually the second to lowest turnover since the executive search firm that provides us data began recording CEO changes in 2015. Well, the year started with a bang because January brought 23 CEO departures in hospitals. That is the highest monthly total since August of 2018. That was also the highest CEO turnover for the month across 29 sectors and industries measured. So hospitals led the way with CEO changes. So a four-year high for CEO movement. It's also probably a lot of retirement to end the 2022 year. But nonetheless, just something I thought was newsworthy after a calm 2022, 2023 is starting off pretty flurried in terms of hospital CEO changes. Uh, Molly, sort of fascinating to see that level of turnover. And I think at this point, it's sort of anecdotal what's driving it, whether it's some of the pent-up retirements that people wanted to retire during COVID but didn't feel ready to, didn't have their successors in place, whatever it might be, hard to say. Is there any speculation as to what's driving those those increases in numbers? I think you're right, Sai. I think there's just pent-up like people postponing retirement plans. I think that's a big part of it. I was also trying to think back to August 2018, what was perhaps driving so much change then. You know, I think it's interesting that the last high point like that was um, in the summertime of, of 2018. So um, I, I think you're right in terms of this is also, it's not just retirement, it could be people going to other positions too. Um, so with the average tenure of a hospital CEO being around five years, um, you know, sometimes those 10 years can coincide and you get people in months where they're making more movement um, so I, I think it's a combination of postponed retirements finally coming to fruition and then also just a healthy amount of people leaving for other organizations, too. Thank you very, very much. And talk a little bit about what other issues are you watching closely currently? The other story I've been keeping a close eye on is Walmart Health. It's interesting, Scott. Whenever we report on some of these new entrants, you've got the Amazon Clinic, you've got Morgan Health, J.P. Morgan's arm. Walmart Health is something we see outsized interest in among readers. Um, so it's been up to a busy year so far in the first you know, two and change months of the year. Um, just last week, it announced plans to add 28 new clinics by 2024. Um, with those new clinics in Dallas, Houston, Phoenix, and Kansas City, Walmart will have more than 75 total locations by the end of 2024. Uh, just as a reminder, it, Walmart opened its first clinic in Georgia in 2019. So um, now looking at more than 75 locations within a year. The company has also been naming a lot of executives. It added three executives to its ranks over the past 10 weeks. Um, it named a director of innovations, chief community health officer, EVP. Um, those moves come after Walmart lost its top healthcare exec about, she was in the role for about two years. Um, she left to go to JP Morgan's healthcare arm called Morgan Health. Um, so 
I think it's interesting. We report on a number of those which retailers turned providers. Walmart kind of wins the day many times with our readers. Um, it's also, you know, the biggest private employer in America. Its motto is save money, live better. So it's interesting to see what they might do to really target cost of care and how that focus on cost could pose a challenge for health systems. Well, no, it's absolutely fascinating. Walmart's fascinating because people don't realize if you're sort of in the major metropolitan areas in the country, the, the big three, Chicago, L.A., New York, you, you don't maybe appreciate how big Walmart is to the rest of the country. Uh, Walmart is the largest company in the U.S. by revenues. Interesting enough, United CVS are fourth and fifth, so right there as well, or fifth and sixth, depending what year it is and what's going on with ExxonMobil. But people don't realize that Walmart's bigger than Amazon, and when Walmart does anything, everybody watches it very closely. And to a lot of people, Walmart replaced their main street, but is a people are, have become fiercely loyal to Walmart in lots of different communities. It has an outsized influence, a big, big influence. So it's, it doesn't surprise me what you're saying. And what's fascinating is Walmart, CVS, Walgreens have all made these different efforts to sort of engage with providers to become healthcare delivery providers as well. CVS famously trying to move beyond being a prescription benefit management firm and a payer with Aetna and a retail pharmacy and to move much further into actual healthcare delivery and Walmart and so forth doing the same thing. But but a great question as to whether there's enough doctors for all these all these chains to actually be in the delivery business. Are there actually enough doctors and providers? That to me is is really the great question because it, it, you know there's still not even enough doctors for them all, to all staff well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said something really interesting too is, is the, the rural piece of it, right? It's like these rural hospitals are really struggling, and then Walmart has such strong footprints in more rural areas. And those clinics, I mean, it's primary care, it's urgent care, it's labs, X-ray, diagnostics, behavioral health, dental, hearing services, optometry, all under one roof, and they're all right next to the store. So when people go to get their groceries, it's literally steps away from those clinics, um, which I think is what a lot of people and a lot of strategists have talked about and painted that picture of um, having these clinics or healthcare services integrated more into daily life. I think Walmart is um, a leading the way with that in, in so many ways, Scott. So um, yeah, interesting company. I'm a, a city dweller myself, so I am not a loyal Walmart customer. So sometimes I, I can forget too what a powerful economic force it is in the U.S., but their healthcare strategy is really, really interesting. So I've been, I've been enjoying following them. I think it's fascinating. And I think if you're a rural community that is so worried about having health care, well, your local hospital may have mixed thoughts about it, the local community has got to be thrilled because it's another piece of the puzzle that keeps rural communities vibrant if there's another person bringing health care to the community. So I think there's there's two sides of it, certainly the threat to local health systems, but if you're a rural community who's so starved for health care, this has got to be viewed as a very positive thing in a lot of places. And unfortunately, some of this, as you mentioned, Phoenix and so forth, are certainly not rural. But it's, it is interesting to see, like, there, there's a plus and a minus to all these things. And, and I just wonder if Walmart, CVS, Walgreens can all staff these things like they talk about. CVS health hubs have stayed almost vacant for years, it looks like, from my perspective. But, but hopefully they can all make it go, and hopefully we can admit more doctors in our country because we certainly need them. Molly, mm-hmm. I, w- I want to thank you again for joining us. 
fascinating perspective on Walmart. Fascinating to see so many executive moves and see what's going on there. And just what a turbulent time in healthcare. Thank you so much for joining us again today, Molly. Just fantastic. Thanks for having me, Scott.